I've known these goddamn city boys for less than three days, and I've had to save their asses multiple times. Now we're going to this goddamn mine where all the miners are sick. Am I going to get sick going down there too? What the hell are we supposed to learn going down there anyway? Bunch of bullshit. All the action, all the murdering is up on the surface. Should have just worked on that ranch. Mm-mm, no, I had to listen to Bill Clark. Sheriff over in Kensington told me, Yeah, you got these boys. You'll, you'll have a good time. You'll get paid. Be good. Good time. But nope. Nope. Mm-mm. Never that easy for Igmet. Fox Mulder, FIA. The roiling cloud of green acid assaults your eyes first, and then quickly, your entire body becomes racked in pain, your stomach lurching and churning to keep its contents. A raw feeling starts to develop in your sinuses and esophagus as you guys make me this constitution saving throw. Um, 17. 15. 6. Alright, so half damage. <laughs> so it's going to be half damage for Igmet and Falk. Tom, you are going to take 20 points of acid damage. Igmet and Falk, you guys are going to take 10. 10. And, and Tom, you start retching violently and... Everything that you ate for breakfast is now on the floor of this cave. Your eyes are watering. Your your nose is is dripping. Like your entire body just feels like hell. That was an in character cough I just did there. <laughs> I just coughed once. <laughs> then kind of did the thing where I like waved my hand in front of my face a little bit. <laughs> Like, I, I, I say again, <laughs> uh, Special Agent Fox Mulder of the FIA, and I'm still holding up the, the badge in the air, which I'm sure has taken some corrosion damage itself. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. There is, it, there's already pitting starting in this badge, and it's a lot harder to read the numbers on it and such. Um, can I actually see what made the cloud at this point? Go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh, man, my perceptions have been awful. Uh, nine plus one, ten. No, you cannot. <clears throat> so, uh, we're, like, in that, like, uh, terrain where it's really, like, uh, divoted and there's, like, all those, like, um, crags and stuff, like, ripped into the, the floor and stuff like that, right? Yep. So, um, I'm... Uh, Tom and um, Igmet, were you guys in one of the crags, like down below? 
Because I was definitely standing in the, the highest thing that I could uh, get on right there. Um, according to the last episode, I was right behind you. And I was right behind Tom. Okay. Um, Come I, on, I, ride that train. And <laughs> ride it. So um, I, I turn around to, to you, Tom. And I'm like, uh, you all right, man? <coughs> That's all I say. Okay. Uh, look, um, I get it if you, you don't want to go forward here, but I think I got to. Like, what I think is in there validates everything that I was always told I was crazy about believing my, my whole entire life. You know, it, it's the same thing in there that, you know, uh, they wanted the world to believe didn't exist anymore and, and possibly never did. Like, I, I've got to go in there. As he's saying all this, I just have my rag on my mouth and I'm just like <laughs> staggering back away from him down into that crag, <laughs> not even listening to him at all. <laughs> yeah, Ig- Igmit's already climbing out, you know, away from from Chris, uh, from right. from Fox. God damn it. <laughs> how deep is the um, how deep is the downward area? They never get more than, like, five feet deep, so they're not really hard to get in and out of. You know what I mean? They're just really inconvenient. So it's kind of like we're crawling up and over foxholes. Like, yes, exactly. It, okay. All right. I'm just going uh, gonna, to I'm gonna start making my way back to i don't know at least two or three of them and then just hunker down for a while trying to to get my eyes to dry up and stop coughing why don't you make me another constitution saving throw please all of us no just uh tom four jesus jesus (laughs) (laughs) no you you cannot you do not feel better at all like your eyes are barely working for you your stomach is still churning you still feel like you could vomit at any moment again even though there is nothing in your stomach you're you're having a hard time recovering from this you're reeling right now tom all right um <clears throat> so igment uh stops next to tom like tom tom get on my back just just hang on to my shoulders and i'll help you out of here um and can I make a... I don't know what, what sort of check that would be. Why don't would you... that mean an athletics check? Yeah, why don't you give me an athletics check to try and... Are you okay with this, Tom? At this point, I can't even think straight, so I just follow orders and grab onto his shoulders. Gotcha. All right. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an athletics check, Igmit. So 27. So... Tom tries to like climb onto your back a little bit and you, you realize that this isn't really working. And so you sweep him up like an officer and a gentleman and you start to hear <laughs> love lived us up where we belong. <laughs> <And> <laughs> you begin to sprint with Tom in your arms, just leaping over these crags effortlessly and just reassuring Tom every step of the way. Well, before they do that, I do want to say something before they get too far away from me. Um, okay. Like, uh, 
Tom, also, I probably should have brought this up earlier, but I, I think that the director of the FIA is a dragon, too. And also, they, they might be a bad organization. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Go to the statue. I'll meet you there. Ignit keeps running, and he just yells back towards Falk. They didn't pay me enough for this bullshit. I'm talking to the deputy when we get out. Fair enough. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I definitely continue forward. I don't know how you want to deal with this uh, party split that's happened, but... Uh, You're yeah. going to pause for a second, and we're going to deal with uh, Tom and Igmet, because... Okay. The longer that Tom stays down here, the worse it's going to get for him. Like, you have a potential <laughs> of actually beating these saves. Tom can't roll higher than a five. So... <laughs> <laughs> so, Igmet, you, you're carrying Tom as fast as you possibly can, but... Obviously, it's not as fast going as if you were running unencumbered. And it takes you a solid 15 minutes or so before you get back to the, um, back to basically that, that, that large open area that had been worked by the miners as well, where you guys found the track and the water was dripping. Just that huge open area where the, um, the spider statue tunnel wouldn't be that far from there, but the smell of sulfur has lessened considerably once you're in this room, and you feel like this might be a good place to kind of pause and try and help Tom take mm. stock of his injuries. Tom, give me another constitution saving throw, please. This time, I've rolled the dice around in my hand. Uh, Fifteen. Your eyes actually start to clear up and your stomach finally starts to st- settle a little bit. And, and so you could, you could ask Igmet to put you down if you wanted. Tom, buddy. H- how you doing? How you doing? I can breathe again anyway. I think I can walk. I, I don't know about that. You're pretty weak. I'll be alright. Just let me try. Alright, alright. And I set him down. Gently. Why don't you sit a spell? I stagger into a wall and just slunk, slink down. Do you have any water on you? I don't know. I... Fault. He's by himself now. Maybe you should go back and check on him. Did you see that uh, that cloud of acid? He's crazy running in there. He, he He's determined to see whatever the hell's down there. I, I don't think I could change his mind. Uh, I'd have to carry him out screaming. It's a valid point. <clears throat> but I think we know what's down there. I think that metal we found on the way was a dragon scale, and I think he's heading right for it. But I know Falk. I'll be happy to die being right. 
Hmm. You think there's any way we could convince him to come back? All I know is I can't go back in there. Perhaps while we wait, we should just investigate the statue tunnel. Yeah. Just give me a moment. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back to Falk then for a minute. Cool. Falk, this carved hallway continues with random elevation changes for hundreds of more feet. And you can feel that the acid, or that the air is getting more acrid and acidic and that sulfur smell is intensifying as you're continuing. Um, can I roll a history check um, to see if it's the same smell that um, that was left over from uh, when the musician disappeared? Yeah, go ahead. And <laughs> Uh, 19 plus, 19 on the die, uh, plus one. So, uh, dirty 20. You think so, yeah. <laughs> I kind of chuckled to myself for a second while I'm coughing. And, um, <laughs> I, I continue on. <laughs> I, I kind of muff, uh, mumble to myself, that son of a bitch. <laughs> you continue for probably maybe... 15, 20 more minutes or so and you start to hear the low rumblings of breath just but huge like louder than any breathing that you've ever heard in your entire life but it's very steady and almost comforting in its rhythm yeah um as I start to like you know feel getting closer and everything I, I uh just speak out um hello um i i i feel i need to talk to you about something come closer little one oh by all means uh thank you for uh letting me into proximity of your i would assume living quarters so as you come forward you can it's weird because like the light that your spell on your gun is giving off seems to be only half as effective as you're moving forward. And so it takes a few steps before you realize that the area that you're in is opening up incredibly. And you hear something shift and the sound of me metal moving like, like maybe coins clinking against each other and then some larger metal objects also kind of hitting both other things that are metal and and stone, and then your light begins to become as effective as it was before. And you can see the massive head of this creature lays nestled between the bones of other creatures and countless gems, its hulking mauve form covering an obscene wealth. Each deep purple scale appears to dance in the light, its muscled neck creates a crescent shape resting upon more treasure, and massive wings envelop the rest of the creature's body. It looks up at you, and its deep red eyes seem to glow against the darkness. Oh, because it looks down on, <laughs> on me? <laughs> or, yeah, yeah, it looks down on you, that's a good point. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so, um, 
Uh, I as soon as the gun is no longer effective as a light source, like I, I just um, you know put it back in its holster and kind of lift both of my hands up in a you know um, unarmed gesture, and um, I'm like, um, "Hi, uh, I'm I'm Special Agent Fox Mulder." As I I, I said before back there, um, uh, yeah, I think. Um, you, you have to forgive me. This is kind of a big moment for me. Um, you know, kind of uh, wasn't expecting this, and uh, I, I might be the only um, surface dweller that that thinks any of you exist anymore. Make a wisdom saving throw. Fuck! <laughs> I'm so bad at wisdom, and then my rolls are even worse. So five plus one. Oh wait, uh, save. Yeah, it's still plus one. Yep. So six. You're in the middle of your sentence and this dragon holds up a claw and says, Silence. And your lips keep moving, but you can't hear yourself at all. And it looks down at you and kind of taps its claws on its treasure for a second and says, I have made it quite clear. That I am not in the mood for visitors. Why have you disturbed me? You clearly do not want to be my meal. And it snaps again. Um, yeah, I definitely don't want to be your meal, um, nor either of my, uh, companions back there. Um, but, uh, I, I've come for just information. Um, uh, basically, there, there's kind of so much I, I, I want to know and would kind of need to know. Um, what tribute have you brought me? Uh, I, I feel around on my um, stuff. Uh, do I have um, do I have the cards on me? You were the last one in possession of them. Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure I don't you think the you, cards. I don't think that you would have left something like that in the hotel room. Yeah, so... Um, like, you know, I'm not, I, I kind of almost momentarily forget that I even had them. And so, like, as soon as my hand touches them, uh, my brain is immediately like, oh, shit. But then I realize the, the situation I'm in and I'm like, there's, you know, lying to this thing would be pretty bad. So um, I'm like kind of trembling as I reach into my uh, jacket pocket and um, pull out um, the cards and, and I hold them up and um, I... I believe you you know what these are, don't you? I will give you two questions for them. Uh, thank you. Um, oh man, uh, wait, where do I? Which one do I go with? Um, uh, first off, um, word them carefully. Uh, yeah, I'm. 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 Go- yeah, I'm gonna try. Uh, so. Um, <laughs> Um, I think he's nervous in real life. <laughs> oh, I definitely am. I definitely am. <laughs> yeah, so, uh... This is, like, um, the most intense he's ever been since we started playing this adventure. Um, I mean, it is literally life or death. Yeah. <laughs> are are there other, other kind of yourself, other dragons that are still alive anymore? There are many. But as the fade and the weave begin to crumble, their magics will hide them 
Lesso. Oh. Um. I, I almost accidentally asked a question there that I don't think I needed answered. Um. <laughs> um. So, uh. Um. Alright, keep it together, Falk. Keep it together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is the spider elf woman goddess an enemy of yours? She is not a friend, but her enemies are also my enemies. Are you thinking of freeing her? Uh, actually quite the, the contrary. Um, we would like to, uh, you see, um, I believe, I'm not 100% sure, but, um, you know, the, the diggers that have been around here digging up your, um, your lovely, uh, home, uh, we think that they might have, uh, released some of her power, and it's, um, caused great havoc amongst the, the surface dwellers, like myself, and, um... Let me ask you something, Fox Mulder. Would you like to ask three more questions in exchange for a favor? Uh, yes. Yes, I, yes, I would. You will free the lady. I wasn't expecting that. Um, do you know what, what that would do? Do we have deal? Um... You do not have any questions until you agree. <laughs> if I don't agree, are you gonna eat me? <laughs> no, Fox Mulder. I like you. You do not have to free lady. Uh, well, that's good. But I think it but, directly uh... benefits you. I, I mean, I just... I. I... All I want is what's best, you know, for the people, for my people, and everything. And and I, I think that them no longer being around the mine is going to benefit everybody. And so that's definitely one of my uh, 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 things I'm trying to advance, so to speak. And uh, but I, I fail to see in my limited. Uh, judgment how how that would um freeing the uh the evil spider goddess would do that but uh i mean granted your intelligence is far greater than mine i i will admit sometimes when thing is breaking you must put on band-aid band-aids have consequences right Oh boy. Um, how long does this offer last? Until you leave this cave. Like the the whole cave, or like just this room? This room. Ugh! I wince like really bad. <laughs> <laughs> he laughs, laughs at you like he finds you quite amusing. <laughs> um, what is involved with with freeing her? What would I have to do? A ritual. The ritual is detailed upon the wall. A blood sacrifice will reveal it. 
Well, the the only blood I know of is it, in this cave right now is just me and my companions. I did not say that you have to free lady immediately. You just must free lady. Well, there is Mark Baggio in town. Um. I am growing bored. I'm sorry. I wish to uh, return I... to my slumber. Yeah, I, I can't, um... I don't think I can help you with that. Um, I, I'm sorry to, to bother you. We we won't um, disturb your your uh, your lair anymore. Um, it is nice meeting you, and um, it it really meant a lot to me. If you find more powerful magics, you bring them back. I'll give you questions. Oh, you you are. Probably the most amazing being I've ever met. Um, thank you. Um, oh, um, this might be silly of me to ask. Um, can I, can I get your name? Zinwai Apalax. Thank you. Be careful, Fox Mulder. <laughs> oh, you know, you know me, or I guess you might not really know me that much, but you were in my mind a little bit, so uh, you probably know me. Uh, careful's my middle name, and I kind of wink at him. You can no longer see. Everything goes dark again, and you're uh, you're just left there in the darkness. All right. Um, yeah, I, I just start uh, walking back, you know, kind of just feeling my way around. I, I don't want to unsheath my pistol to turn the light on with, with in the middle of a dragon's chamber, so I wait until I get above the, um, you know, first set of, uh, you know, the craggy bits that I have to crawl over to, to finally light it back up. I really thought that you might take me up on it. Um. <laughs> Dude, I really thought I would, like, 50 times during that, <laughs> that segment. <laughs> So I'm going to jump back to uh, Igmut and Tom then, if that's all right with you. All right. Yeah, definitely. And uh, actually, first, just go ahead and roll me a, one more constitution check just for your walk back. We'll see if you lose anything from just being in that shit. Um, 10 plus 6, 16. Yeah, you're good. All right. All right. Tom and Igmut, you guys going into that uh, statue tunnel? Yeah, I am not feeling good, but I am able to walk and move and talk and I'm kind of getting back to normal. If only there was like some sort of mechanical thing you could have taken advantage of while you were waiting for me to come <laughs> back from in there where you could have like got some of your hit um, points back or something. But too bad nothing like that exists. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... There's nothing in my in my spells that say I can't touch myself for healing and stuff, right? I don't see anything. <laughs> no, you can absolutely touch yourself for healing. Okay. Uh, I don't need anybody else when I think about you I touch myself. <laughs> so I'm casting cure wounds on myself. And I get six plus four. So ten. So I'm feeling mildly better, and we're heading towards the statue. So why don't you make me a perception check when you get into this chamber? 
12. Igmit, you have advantage, though, because you have dark vision. 16. What'd you get, Tom? 17. Okay. So, this room is a giant domed structure, and you're kind of walking it, and in the center, there's this this 10-foot-wide pedestal, and there's these these eight sharp pointed arachnid legs that go up to this bulbous black abdomen. Like all of this looks like it's made out of like a, almost like it's made out of a black glass and not stone. But obviously, you know, you're, you're familiar with obsidian. I, I would imagine that Igma might be as well. Um, maybe not necessarily how it's made, but You've probably seen it before. And that torso or that abdomen kind of comes up into a naked female torso of an elven woman, and her hair is just jutting wildly in all sorts of different directions. And like just the general impression of this statue makes it look like like she's leaping towards you with this large staff that she has uh clutched in in her hands and like there's this large purple jewel at the head of this staff and like just something about the way that this statue is carved it just seems really intimidating looking and but anyway you guys are kind of like walking around this this structure and Igma you know that your foot is about a foot long And for whatever reason, you decide to start counting paces. And you realize that this room is exactly 66 feet in diameter. That's peculiar. Um, All right. I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Who, lad? Who, lad? What did I I find? (laughs) (laughs) This entire entire, uh, room is is a combination of a couple different types of magic. You get some abjuration that's like all up against the uh, all up against on the walls and also conjuration on the walls. And you see that there are some protection wards uh, into the walls and like you can't quite make out anything more than just the magical aura of it, but it's powerful and old and then the statue itself is glowing like a hot beacon a lot of necromancy a lot of abjuration a lot of uh, a lot of ward magic a lot of protective magic and things like that um you're i mean this is you just detected magic on a dragon scale and now you just detected magic on something even more magical than that <laughs> Don't go near it. The miner, he he was clumsy. There was there was something about this statue that I just don't think we should go more than five feet in it in its vicinity. I I there's magic just swirling around this entire room. You still have your dynamite, right? You bet your ass I do. What do you think? <laughs> you want me to blow it up? 
I don't think it's going to do anybody any good. It might be safer buried way, way, way down. You mean blowing it up wouldn't do anybody any good? Or the statue wouldn't do anybody good? Having it sit here with a tunnel and people having access to it and elves running around and I just don't feel good about any of this. Alright, well, let me see how many pieces of dynamite I have here, just a moment. Let me look in my pack. Uh, well, it looks like I just have four pieces, so I have an idea. Can you use your your magical whatever to light a small flame? Did I do that? Oh, I did. Yeah, I do have sacred flame. All right. Well, if you keep that flame burning, I'll light each piece of dynamite and quickly throw all of them at the statue. How's that for a plan? <laughs> you would know that tying the wicks together is also quite effective. Oh, shit. That's just common sense. Oh. Right. <laughs> Igmit, how much, how much do you know about mines and underground tunnels? Tom, I'll tell you something. I am not a smart man. <laughs> but I know, I know that sometimes violence is just the answer. <laughs> the dynamite, the dynamite very well could bring this whole goddamn thing on top of us. But if we run fast, I think we could get to the main tunnel. <laughs> so I tie the uh, <laughs> the fuses together. Are you guys just operating under the assumption that Falk is dead or what? No, I was gonna. Say, I was asking Igmit because <clears throat> what's funny is we started this episode thinking I was gonna get you all killed. <laughs> <laughs> We should give Falk some time to return to us, but I don't feel good about that dragon. I know he's an inquisitive fellow, and he may ask one too many questions. Um, I don't want that thing coming after us. Perhaps it would be prudent if we wait at the door, and then if Falk does show up, whether it would be with a dragon behind him or otherwise, that's when we blow the, the mine. Well, do we use the dynamite on the statue or on the dragon? I think that decision might get made for us once we're at the entrance. <laughs> My only concern is interference from the foreman and his henchmen. But the mine is shut down anyway. How do you think... How do you think they'll take it? Um, we'll tell them that our lives depended on it. And if nothing else, I can use the gold on my saddle to bribe them. That'd work. I don't know that we have very many options. Alright, well... How about we just... I take a shot at the statue with my gun and just see <laughs> how it reacts. Okay, why don't you roll an attack roll for me? Alright. I can't believe this is happening right now. Falk, 
<laughs> Falk, go ahead and roll me a perception check. Uh, three. <laughs> yeah, you don't so, hear anything. You do your fire down. 25. So, Tim, <laughs> can you tell us what it's like <laughs> to have a shotgun go off in a cave? <laughs> <clears throat> so... Igmet pulls out his scattergun and he points it at this statue. And as soon as he pulls this trigger, it takes a second for the sound to come out off of this domed room and hit your ears. But I need both of you to make me a constitution saving throw, please. Um, 13. Oh... Six. Okay. So, Tom, you, your ear, like, you can, you can feel it starting to well up with some liquid, and you, like, hold your hand up to your ear, and you can feel a little bit of blood coming out of it, but after the ringing goes away, you can still hear. Igmat, however, (laughs) (laughs) your ears are bleeding, and... All you can hear is just this ringing in your head. And you're looking over at Tom after, you know, 10 minutes or so. Tom is, like, moving his lips at you, but you cannot hear anything that's coming out of his mouth. (laughs) And on top of that, the statue starts to glow. Like, its eyes start to glow. And you're you're kind of looking around and tom why don't you make me a perception check 13 you hear the sound of something skittering around like a multitude of legs tapping on concrete but you can't quite figure out where it's coming from like you turn around because you think that it's behind you and then it's behind you again and a couple times you think it's above you and you can't just quite figure out where it's at. And Igmet, you just see Tom is, you know, looking all over the place frantically, and you hear nothing. So, am, am I harm? Like, have I taken actual damage to my health, or is it just my hearing? Just your hearing so far. Alright. And So, I see him looking around, and, um, Tom! Tom, what are you doing? Say something! Igmud, I think we'd better get out of here. As I say it, I wave as in a motion gesture for him to come, and I start making my way to the exit as I'm looking frantically around, and I'm holding my light rock up, just waving it around everywhere I look. Make me another perception check. Ooh. Uh, 20, 21, 22, 23. 23. Do you have your pistol out? No. Um... Well, you can go ahead and draw it, because you see that there's uh, maybe like a dog-sized spider off to your right, and it's starting to skitter, and it's starting to skitter up the wall, so it's kind of like, so you guys are starting to head towards the tunnel, and it's, it's basically parallel to you, but about 30 feet away, about to skitter up the wall. Does um. that make sense? Yeah, I don't fire at it, but I definitely, I, I motion towards it in hopes that Igmit will see where I'm pointing. Igmit, go ahead and make me a perception mm. check. 
All right. Ooh, 21. Oh yeah, you see you see this dog-sized uh, brownish uh, mottled spider starting to skitter up the wall as well. Why don't you guys roll me initiative? 12. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I, 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 it was four with the bonus, but it's actually a natural one. Ooh. All right. As you guys notice this spider, it continues to skitter on the wall to get above you. And it, it looks like it's starting to use its back legs like it's hanging on with its front two legs and it's using its back uh its back uh six to like create this web it's sort of just like knitting it together right now igma it's your turn um well i i'd assume i still have my scatter gun out from the first shot so um i'm gonna make an attack roll i'm gonna it's uh, disadvantage it. though, because it's quite far. This thing is uh, this thing is about thirty feet up on the ceiling, and your scatter gun's range is a little bit uh, short for something like that. Okay. I want to roll a quick perception to okay. see if I can if I notice him pulling out his scatter gun. Yeah, go ahead. Nineteen. Yes, you do. I wave for him to stop. <laughs> And then I, uh, I, I do a, I do a, not a crossbow, but I do like a, a bow and arrow motion, hoping he sees me. Oh, oh, I say audibly. (laughs) um, All right, just a minute. All right. So my first attack roll was a 10 and it's, is it still disadvantage with the bow? No. All right, so I draw I draw the bow at, at his prompting. Because you're going to stand and, still, right? Because I'll let you use your move action to put your scatter gun away and draw your bow. Yes, I am going to stand still. Yeah, that's no worries then. All right, um, so that's a 19 for the attack. Oh, yeah, that'll hit. Uh, 15 damage. Okay. You knock an arrow, you... Get your string drawn back to by your cheek. You take a second to get your aim. You loose it, and it digs itself pretty deeply into its uh, into its thorax. And it seems like it it hurt it quite a bit, but it's still working with those legs to knit together what out of the silk you can't tell. And so that's uh, going to bring us to Tom. Now you said I heard skittering all around, or did it sound like one creature running around all over the place? After seeing how fast this thing is, you think it was just this one creature. Okay. Uh, I really super don't want to shoot another gun in here. I'm going to cast Sacred, <laughs> I'm gonna cast sacred Flame. So you, <laughs> you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw or take 1d8 radiant damage. No benefit from cover. All right. So what's the DC for the saving throw? Uh, my spell DC is 15. Oh, yeah. He fails. So go ahead and roll damage. So that's doubled as a 10. Um, what is, what does your sacred flame look like when you do that? Uh, I want it to be bluish. It's nothing fancy. 
Oh, so it's kind of just like a ball of blue flame that you kind of just toss at him like a baseball? Um, I pictured it just kind of like like flaring up on the creature out of nowhere. I like it. I'm down. All right. And so the the blue gout of flame just comes out of the solid stone and starts to singe and immolate the spider in certain spots. And one of its legs that it was using to create this, this silk thing goes dead and just kind of curls up against its body. But the rest of it keeps going, even though you can smell burnt hair in this room. And that's going to bring us to the spider. Now, did you move, Tom? I was still making my way towards the exit as much as I could while attacking. Uh, so full speed then? Sure. Okay. So it is going to... Igma, why don't you give me a dexterity saving throw? Because this thing is going to use its remaining legs to throw this large silk net over you. Oh, wow. Okay. 14. You go to dive out of the way, but this this net is much bigger than you expected, and you get tangled up in this sticky silk, and you're rolling around to try and avoid it more, but it just tangles you even further into this web, and you are now restrained and prone. And so ne- on your turn, which is now, you can go ahead and try and make a strength saving throw to bust out of it. But that's going to be the entirety of your turn. Um, I am going to make that. Okay. Okay, so that's a 17. You start scrambling to rip this webbing off of you, and your powerful orcish arms make short work of this silk. Even though the silk is quite strong, you're just in a rage right now, and you're just tearing all of this off of your body, and... Yeah, you, you're you free-ish. You know what I mean? Like, next turn, you'll be completely free. Tom. Right. Okay. Uh, this thing's, you said, at the ceiling? Yeah, it's on the ceiling. Maybe uh, not quite right above Igmut. Maybe like 10 foot offset. Um, I'm doing another Sacred Flame. All right. Yeah, he fails again. Two and a five, so a four and a ten. Uh, 14. So this time, when your gout of flame comes out of the... Is that radiant damage? Radiant damage. Yep. So this thing turns to ash. It screeches and turns to ash, and the ash starts to slowly fall down onto Igmet as he continues to pull this uh, webbing off of him. And... As you're doing that, Falk Smolder appears in the doorway of this tunnel. Well, hold on a second. <laughs> on the way back, I definitely stopped to grab that scale. And so I would have been dragging that along behind me if I had to, if I wasn't strong enough to just carry it. I thought somebody took it last time. Mm-mm. We left it there. No. Yeah, oh, okay. You said then, yeah, it was it's the size of a, like a manhole cover or something like that, didn't you? Yeah, but it's... It's not, like, super heavy. It's maybe, like, 25 pounds. It's not, like... You know what I mean? It's not the, uh... It's large, but it's not, like, super thick, necessarily. And though the material seems strong, it's definitely 
light. Then I'm walking along and I'm like dragging that thing like with me. Or I've just got, I got mean, it you, in like both you hands. You don't have to, like, yeah, uh, you have it in your backpack or something. Like you don't have to drag it. So, uh, how's it going, guys? Heard some, heard some gunshots. <laughs> um, how, how is Igmit coming along? Igmit, make me another constitution saving throw. Thirteen. Your hearing is starting to come back, um, but only in the one side. Tom, we should have gone with the dynamite. <laughs> We'd already killed that spider. You tried to shoot the statue, didn't you? <laughs> we were going to wait for you. We weren't just going to blow the whole tunnel as I'm making my way towards Igmit to try and cut him out of there. Oh, he's free. You don't have to even... Oh, cool. Are are the uh, are the statue's eyes still lit up? No. There is magic swirling in this entire room, Falk. Uh, more than I detected on that dragon scale. Speaking of which, did you find it? Uh, yeah. Um, I guess you could say so. Um, you know, we had a little chat, and uh, you know, um, I'm alive. Uh. You know, so, uh, I guess you could say it went well. Um, you know, he kind of wants us to, um, resurrect this, this fine woman here. Um, and he says that the, uh, the whole weave, you know, what, what constitutes all magic, it's all failing right now and in the midst of, uh, it's death throes pretty much. So, um, yeah, like there's a lot of chaos. It's going to start happening, uh, right quick and, it seemed to believe that we need to let this thing out of its shell to um, to rectify that situation. I don't understand. What do you mean? I don't understand it either. But um, yeah, I, I think we got a lot of uh, a lot of thinking to do. Um, first things first. Let's get the fuck out of here. And um, probably get everybody at the mine to, to leave this place and close the door behind us for the time being. Tim, is there anybody back at headquarters that we know of who knows more about magic than we do? Like, way more? <laughs> there's, a, there's a few people that uh, you could think of. Hmm. I could think of one. Should we blow the mine shaft? Well, I mean, there's already the giant door. I don't think we need, you know, blowing the mineshaft is going to provide anything more than, than closing that door. But, um, you know, I definitely think we need to get the, the miners the fuck out of here because, uh, yeah, our friend the dragon isn't leaving. And I'm pretty sure that's why they're all coughing up lungs out there like you are. So, well, why don't we blow up the statue? <laughs> I don't think that's going to work, pal. What did our shotgun do to the statue besides light it eyes up? Is it any damage whatsoever? No. Okay. So, fellers, what do you think? I mean, we came down here to look at this statue, and all it is is just some whorish spider lady that won't put any clothes on. Y'all don't want to do some of your magical tests or something? I uh, I look very reluctant, but I kind of sigh and start walking towards the statue. 
anything I do is going to require me to come into physical contact with that thing, which <clears throat> I don't feel good about. <clears throat> but I will try one thing. So I'm going to walk up to the statue and I'm going to cast tongues. So I touch it and it can suddenly <laughs> understand us. the spider woman. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I walk up and touch the statue. You lay your hand on it and inside your head, and it sounds like it's every single language at once. Just this coarse voice whispering, free me. I don't really know how to respond aside from maybe thoughts, so I'm just going to audibly speak to it. Free you from your stasis, what would you do? Give you endless power! <laughs> I kind of laugh. <laughs> I don't want that. Um, how did you get here? Who, who made you this way? I start to get stern. Now listen. Its eyes glow. I don't do things willy-nilly. We're going to need more information. Tell us something about yourself. How did you get into this position? I will tell you all when you free me. I roll my eyes and start walking back to the, the other guys. There's no use. I say we have sealed the door. Did you really just say willy-nilly to the statue? <laughs> <laughs> she just keeps repeating in my head that she wants us to free her, but she won't say why. She says she'll give us endless power, it sounds like. Sounds like empty promises. I oh, well, like that's a better deal from her than I would have gotten from that dragon. He was just going to answer some questions. Is there anything you think you would like to say to her? Uh, not particularly. Igmet. Ah, uh, I don't know. But can you ask her how we'd, we'd free her? Oh, I know how to do that. You gotta do a uh, blood sacrifice, um, you know, using the directions written on the walls around here. I look at the walls. Do we see any writing? No. Hmm. But if you remember, the walls were very magical when you uh, casted Detect Magic. Okay. Blood sacrifice. Could we use Joe Moore's head? And I motioned to Igmet's belt. <laughs> this is my head. There's a bounty on this son bitch. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> I think that's the best line of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! You can have some of the blood. I mean, I, I can I can get you plenty of blood out of it, but I'm keeping the head. Maybe he said we had to smear the blood on the walls to to reveal the writing. I I, I don't remember exactly what it was, but um, you know, I was obviously pretty scared there talking to a. A big giant dragon. Oh, hell yeah. I take the head off my belt, <laughs> and I just smear my left hand in in the blood from the, from the, 
you know, from the throat It's quite area. coagulated at this point. Like, it's mostly, it's mostly just like a paste. I mean, it's been hanging on your head and desiccating in the desert, bud. Okay, I, I, uh... I get one of my tomahawks off my boat. I set, <laughs> I set the head down onto the floor, and I just crack that son of a bitch open. Oh my! Just straight in God. half. Holy shit! Okay. Like a damn avocado. <laughs> Is this like when, um, when the the monkey in the Lion King breaks open that melon to, um, like right on the street? One hundred percent. We got plenty of bud now, boys. And I <laughs> push my hand into the brain, and I just start smearing it on the wall. How long are you going to do this for? I don't know. Uh, just so there's maybe like a foot-by-foot wide area of blood, and then I stand back. How long do you want to wait? I'm not... I don't feel like I'm going to wait more than 15 to 30 seconds. I, I want to wait at least a minute and see what happens. After a minute, nothing. I don't think this is working. I kind of think that the point of a sacrifice is that you have to kill things, you know, for the specific purpose. You know, and, and I have a feeling the magic can kind of tell that, uh, you know, <laughs> trying to half-ass it here. I give the statue an annoyed look. <laughs> Does the statue roll its eyes? Larry Shemp and Curly. <laughs> I pick up the the halves of the head and I just uh I put it back in the in the bag on my hip. And uh I just look down disappointedly. Well, I don't know what the hell to do. That's all I can think of. I ch- <laughs> I call out to the statue. What do you want us to do? How would we set you free? If you call out to it, you hear nothing in response. I walk over and I knock on it. Are you still in there? Make me a constitution saving throw. Uh, 18 plus 19. So you slice your hand open a little bit. It doesn't, it doesn't like cause you any damage right now, but man, is it bleeding. I think I'm done here. I, uh, I, I, um, I just, I should have a handkerchief. Oh, I have my handkerchief I was breathing into. I wrapped that around my hand. Okay. Anybody want to do anything else? Or are you guys heading out of these mines? Yeah, I think I want to head out of the mines now. Oh, before we leave, um, has there been any, um, I, I guess two things then. I, I want to, like, do another quick check of, like, during my whole time walking around in here. Did I find any um, gemstones in the walls? Or just some, like, just laying on the ground or anything like that? Why don't you roll me a d100? And tell me high or low before you roll it. Um, We're going to go, we're going to give you a 25% chance. So you want either above 75 or below 25. All right, well, uh, before I'm rolling, I'll just go ahead and say below. Fuck. That was obviously not below 25, so... Right. I mean, you technically, folk, do see one gem. And it's at the end of the staff that the spider lady's holding. <laughs> okay, yeah. Um, oh, oh! Why don't we put the blood 
on the on the statue. Whoa. We're, we're trying to read the walls. We're not trying to let her out of her cage. Well, we don't know what any of it would do. I yeah, sigh. just smear your blood on the walls. <laughs> I take I take my rag off my hand and I uh, I'll try the walls first. When you when you wipe some of your blood on the wall, nothing happens. I'll wait a little bit and then after that I'm going to do it on the statue. The statue definitely glows a little bit. But not in like the threatening way that it glowed when it summoned a guardian like in the in almost like a like a yes way like you can you can feel inside of your your head that it wants more feed me see more <laughs> basically yes that's exactly what you hear in your head well i believe we have our answer can we go now by the way from now on lolf is known as uh, uh, audrey too <laughs> so yeah let's get get going um you know if we change our minds about this and actually want to go through with it we could always bring mark baggio up here and and finish the job (laughs) i know that'll make you happy hell yeah let's just get the hell out of here um also like while i've been walking around have i seen one of those um plunger style uh detonators for dynamite yes okay if we see one on the way out i want to grab it and um and take it with me okay you're gonna be you're gonna be encumbered at this point like you've got a lot of shit on you i'll carry it um okay as as we're as we're making our way towards the entrance i kind of mutter i don't think she'll take mark baggio he's missing a leg (laughs) (laughs) point taken um you know, we can discuss this later. We we gotta, yeah, we gotta get back and you know figure out this stuff that had gone on with um with Winslow in town and and all that and check up on Boris, make sure he's not uh, having separation anxiety and you know ripping up the carpets and and everything. <laughs> Tom, Tom, I was wondering when you talked to the spider lady, did you ask her why she wasn't wearing any clothes? <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> Why'd you think he was t- uh, touching himself early? <laughs> Are you guys near the entrance now then? Yeah. Okay. So, Falk, your comlink is like, it's kind of staticky and like making, making a little bit of noise, but nothing is coming through it. All right. Um, I, I speak into it. Um, yeah, hello there, um, uh, Travis Kelsey, or, you know, whoever, the big guy that was at the door when we left, whoever else might be out, up, out at the door, um, you can open it now. There's, there's no danger Are you using a message just, spell, or are you speaking into your walkie? I, I'm speaking into the, uh, the comm link. Yeah. Okay, because that only goes to Boris, you remember, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, I am using the message spell. Duh. Okay, no, cool. I accidentally messaged that to Boris uh, if he <laughs> picked it up uh, first. You actually don't get anything in response, just the... Every once in a while, you know, just the static. Yeah, I think all this uh, mithril is 
is fucking up that signal. But, um, yeah, like, I, I cast my message spell uh, through the door. After maybe two and a half, three minutes or so, you hear the groan of the iron as the wheel begins to crank. and Your eyes hurt for a second as they adjust to the bright light of the room outside. Why don't you guys make me a perception check? Oh. Perception, again, I, I rolled a natural two, so I got a three. Perception <laughs> Igmet, is Igmet, fucking me. You have 16. disadvantage, Igmet. Oh, I am? Okay. Yeah, because it's to hear something. I'm throwing my shit. Tom, you're fine. Oh, okay, so I got a uh, 12. So that ended up being an eight. <laughs> Tom, you can hear the voice of the man in black singing a song in in one of the rooms in this uh, in this camping area and it's not very far away and the lyrics are about are about a wasted trip but what a joy it was and and just just very like it's a very kind of solemn story but it's still kind of a happy one Falcon Igmet, though, you guys don't hear anything. You just uh, <laughs> step out and see Travis and uh, Tanner, and they look at you, and Travis goes, Well, what'd y'all find out? You you only been gone a couple hours. Yeah, um, we found out uh, you guys all need to clear out of here. I mean, this mine needs to be shut, like, for good. Um, one thing, uh, the non-related to the spider lady um yeah all the the noxious um you know gas you've been smelling and and the reason everybody's getting sick uh there's a huge like you know natural gas pocket that that you guys you know hit with your mining operation and that thing there's no cleaning that up i i think you've ruined this whole whole fucking thing and um you know shame on you but uh you know, I'll, I'll break the news to Fillmore so that none of you guys make have a persuasion to, uh, check. Natural nineteen. And, uh, <laughs> let's see, what's my persuasion? It's like oh, plus seven. <laughs> Twenty six. Oh shit! So Charlie probably didn't make it, eh? You had a man in there. Yeah, we, we lost I the I thought team. we told I you to we... make sure that everybody was cleared out of there before we went in. No, I I was just I was just hoping that maybe Charlie's tough as hell and if anybody could last two or three days in that mine Well it it, it would have been him, but Yeah, well right. you, you know, um, sometimes people find uh find other ways out and you know, I I'm sure you know, uh, he he might have even gone out when when you guys were asleep and and just like had enough of it and you know just just wanted to get out of here. But anyways, completely clueless that Falk was trying to reassure him, I give him a grim look and say, "I think we found him. He's not coming out." <laughs> I sigh heavily and put my <laughs> you know face palm. Yep, he was a. And skeleton. then I, I kind of you know got put my <laughs> hands up in the give up gesture and. <laughs> Sumi got destroyed by acid, and then I and then I just I just walk away towards the music. Well, we 
we got a we got a musician who came out and he's playing in the in the break room. If y'all want to come and do we're gonna drink a toast in Tony's honor or Charlie's honor. I don't know why I said Tony. <laughs> <laughs> well, we can drink to him too. Uh, l- let me guess, uh, your musician buddy is uh, all dressed in black. Yeah. How'd you know? Uh, it's just a hunch. I-, I saw him playing at the the crossing house. Oh wow! Well, he can play a good tune, can he? Yeah, I I, I rightly enjoy it. How deaf is Igmit right now? One of your ears doesn't really feel like it's working very well. The other one is at like maybe 75%. But you you definitely regret shooting that shotgun. And I really wish that you would have shot it a second time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. That's, that's exactly what the party needs. Uh, a deaf, uh, deaf half-orc. Or, or oh, once. dude, and if you did it again and you failed, you were absolutely going to be permanently deaf. Our scout and our guide oh, can't hear anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Well, uh, like, when I walk <laughs> past the room with the musician playing, I, I kind of, like, I don't go in. I just walk past the door, and I kind of l- give him a look, and I'm sure he looks up at me as I'm walking by, and I kind of give him a little wink and a point. <laughs> he actually... He actually, uh does not look up at you at all. Oh. Where are you headed to dick. right now? <laughs> uh, I'm um, kind of heading back to where like the um, where like all the tents were and stuff, the kind of places that we um, stayed and I'm going to try to kind of go over the, the things I collected and um, when you make, like, a- walk past one of the tents in between two of them you see the man in black is standing, but you can also still hear the faint sounds of him singing. And oh, you're good. <laughs> he, he looks at you Again, and he I goes, do that frown smile nod thing that uh, De Niro does. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, Remember. Free the lady. You will buy yourself much more time. And he disappears, and there's just a little bit of ash on the ground. We got this time together. Hello, everyone. It's Wes, and I have some exciting news to tell you about today. We at LCP D&D now have merchandise, um, and it features some awesome artwork that our friend Rusted underscore Chrome did for us. Um, all of you should go to his Twitter, Rusted underscore Chrome, and uh, check out his artwork. It's really quite awesome, and... Um, it's, it's on our t-shirts and mugs, various other items we have available um, on our merch shop. All of you can check that out at sonerdware.com slash LCP. Um, it's really awesome stuff. Uh, we're all excited about it. Again, that's sonerdware.com slash LCP.
Thanks. If you've been enjoying LCP D&D, we would be honored to receive a review from you on iTunes or any of the other podcast services. Additionally, if you feel so inclined, we also have a Patreon page at patreon.com slash LCP D&D, where you can pledge any amount of money to help support the show. But regardless of what you do, we would enjoy having you as a member of our growing community on our Discord server. We hang out, we post memes, and even run D&D campaigns that you could jump into and play with us. You can find the Discord link in our podcast episode descriptions or message us on any of our social media platforms if you're having trouble getting in. You can also find the show on Twitter at DNDLCP or on Instagram at LCPDND. Chris Riley, who plays Falk Smolder, is on Twitter as Chris Riley LCP. Tim Demuse, our DM, is on Twitter as Ida Grab Your Gun. Wesley Sullivan, who plays Igmit Yazzie, is on Twitter as Wide Wide West. And I, Brian Bridges, the player of Tom. I'm on Twitter as ManlyBrian and on Instagram as Brian underscore Bridges. Thanks for joining us on this episode. We'll see you on the next one. my head.